So, hello everybody, welcome to the podcast, The Clueless Doctor, <coughs> and as always, this is a roast, Sankal Chakma. So, so, starting from the last episode, I, I talked about the respiratory system, and so, continuing in that direction, I'll be talking a bit more about the respiratory system. So, this episode is going to be about the non respiratory functions of the respiratory system. So, as I said in the previous episode, that the main function of the respiratory system is respiration, of course. But then <coughs> but then it also has other non, you know, other other fun- functions. So, I'm going to talk about them. So, overall, I think there are four non-respiratory functions we have to know. That is filtration, immune functions, met- metabolism, and, and and speaking. You know, articulation and acid-base balance. So these are around four or five functions. I, mean, I guess there are more functions of the of the respiratory system, but I mean these are the very four you know usual ones. So starting with filtration. So the air which we breathe, you know, you know, this this this, this might contain a lot of you know dust particles, and a lot of um, and a, and a lot of unnecessary, even harmful stuff. So the so the so so the so, so the passageway, our you know, the passageway through through which the air goes into the lungs, this is quite well equipped well equipped to deal with all these you know harmful harmful particles so like for example in our nose we have the hairs cilia which really trap all the dust and 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 this and these cilia or hairs they extend if even up to the bronchiole so all the way through the through the you know through the trachea and the bronchi and the bronchioles they, they all contain tiny tiny hairs called cilia and it is it is it is not just the action of the cilia alone, which you know, which which makes um, which, which filters out the dust and the other particles, but you know, but but it is also due to turbulent airflow because in our nose, inside the nose, there are there is the septum which divides the the right from the left, you know, side of the nasal cavity, and there are also little little ridges inside the nose inside the nasal cavity so whenever air and, and these ridges they are called turbinates because they make the air flow turbulent so so when the air passes through these you know turbinates the, the air flow becomes turbulent and as a result the dust particles they, they get stuck onto the cilia whereas the air being being much lighter than lighter than dust particles they can just kind of escape and um and this system is so effective, this um, beating of the hairs, which traps the, you know, the, the, the dust particles, that no, no substance larger than, seven, larger than six micrometer can actually pass through the nose. So which is a very, very small size, you know. Consider that with the size of an RBC of a red blood cell, which is 7.2 micrometers. So no substance, as small as that can actually pass through our nose 
this is how this is how effective our passageway is however you know substances say smaller than six micrometers one to five you know you know one, one to five uh, micrometers they, they do they do pass you know through the trachea and bronchi but they still get stuck in the terminal bronchioles so as i said in the previous episode that terminal bronchioles they are the you know the trachea it divides into the two bronchi then the bronchi divide into you know <coughs> lobar lobar bronchi and again they divide into bronchioles then they lead to ter then they lead to terminal bronchioles so substances you know less than six micrometer in size one to five micrometers they get they, they get stuck and they and they settle down in the terminal bronchiole so after you know after being stuck there they are cleared again by the action of the hair hair cells but what about substances even smaller smaller than one micrometers now these substances you know which might include smoke particles like cigarette smoke so they might actually go all the way to the alveoli but even then most of them they're actually expelled out through you know by the lungs but some might remain inside the alveoli and this is why cigarette smoke is, is so is so deleterious because it, it, it can actually accumulate in the lungs and it can cause a lot of harmful harmful processes like inflammation and even cancer so that, that so that is about the filtration function of the lungs now moving on to immune function so immunity <clears throat> i think most of us understand that immunity is you know is, is is contributed to by the white blood cells of our body which is true but then these white blood cells they are present in many in almost everywhere in the body so it so ha happens that there are many specialized white blood cells present in the alveoli in the alveoli now these are called macrophages so macrophages are not nothing but they they're just kind of big monocytes okay like um white blood cells they are divided into divided into many types so monocytes are one kind of white blood cells and monocytes when they stay in the tissues they are called macrophages because they become pretty big so there are macrophages in the alveoli and, and and these macrophages they they trap any you know harmful microorganisms which might reach to the alveoli and then if the microorganisms they are they are small enough they make the macrophages they can digest them and they can do away with them however if the microorganisms are too big for example tuberculosis then the macrophages can form a circle around the microorganisms okay around the tuberculous bacilli and and they can form a giant giant cell and um and then this is usually good but sometimes you know this giant cell might persist for many years which can which can lead to problems all right and it's, and it's not just the it is not just microorganisms like like tuberculous bacilli but also many other you know substances like silicon particles and also you know carbon particles which can actually you know which can actually cause fibrosis and and they can be stuck within the macrophages so that's about the immune function of the lungs and i think immunity um you know in general is much more complicated so but but to really sum it up to put it simply i think this is the overall immune function of the lungs then then moving on to metabolism so this is the third function of the you know 
lungs. Now, with metabolism as such in the body, it takes place mostly in the liver. However, many other parts of the body also take part. And the lungs is, is one such area in the body. So, as, as I said in the previous episode, that there is the respiratory membrane and there are capillaries in, around the alveoli. So these capillaries, you know, capillaries, they are blood vessels and blood vessels, they are lined by a layer of cells called endothelium. So the endothelial cells in the pulmonary capillaries, in the lung capillaries, they metabolize a lot of substances like proteins, fats, lipids, cytokines and many other substances. And, and one notable example is actually angiotensin 2. So angiotensin 2 is an enzyme which is very, very important for blood pressure regula regulation. When the blood pressure is down, so the kidneys, they produce angiotensin 1. And, but angiotensin 1 is by itself ineffective. So it needs to be converted into angiotensin 2. And the, and the enzyme responsible for that conversion is actually present in the lungs. So this conversion of angiotensin 1 to angiotensin 2 takes place in the lungs. So that's one notable example of lung metabolism. Also serotonin, which is a <coughs> which is a very diverse, which is a you know hormone or you know um, substance with a lot of diverse activity. This is also metabolized in the endothelial cells. Except apart from metabolizing you know other substances, the lung cells, the the endothelial cells, they can themselves produce many substances on their own, like prostaglandins, cytokines, and um, many proteins, so they can do that. So that's about the metabolism of the lungs. Now moving on to another very important function that is speaking, okay? So, so now that I'm speaking, I'm actually exercising my vocal cords. So that's how I'm speaking, you know? Although speaking is a very, is another very complex process, the, the brain has to do a lot of work. There is a specialized you know, speaking, there's, there's a specialized um, language center in the brain. So, so that really processes the, 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 the you know, the, the, um, that, that really processes our thoughts, okay? However, just the mental processing is not enough. When, if we want to speak, we also have to, you know, use our vocal cords. So that is where the lungs, the, the respiratory system comes in. So there were there were two there were two aspects to you know speaking, you know, the me the, me the mechanical activity of it, that is, um, art articulation and resonance. So articulation, okay. So <clears throat> as as um as I said as I was speaking about the uh, air, air passageways. So there are you know in the air passageway there is an area called the epiglottis, and in this area. In the glottis, there are various vocal cords. Okay, these are nothing but sort of very, not, sort of very, um, sort of very um, uh, thin muscles, you know, surrounding the glottis. So there are quite a lot of them. So when, so whenever they contract, okay, and the sounds are produced, and and different kinds of sounds can be produced depending on how many vocal cords are contracting, you know, at the same time, and and if they're contracting <coughs> very you know, very strongly or, you know, or, or not that strongly. So depending on that, we can produce high bass, bass sounds or high pitched sounds. All right. And there, and, and resonance, 
is 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 once uh, you know for example now i have a bit of a cold so you can you, you can hear that in my voice like my the the quality of my voice is a bit different and and when i don't have a cold my the quality of my voice will be slightly different so that is resonance and, and resonance is is um is is done by the various you know by our nasal cavity and and also there are some paranasal sinuses in our you know skull so they they all they so they're the other ones responsible for adding resonance to the voice so that's how the respiratory system also plays a key part in talking and lastly there is the acid-base balance so i i haven't talked about this yet you know this is a this is a very very interesting and a very important thing to know acid-base balance i mean the blood the ph of our blood you know you know, you know our blood uh, this has a lot of you know <coughs> very very fixed characteristics how much of sodium should be present in the blood how much of how much potassium and even the and even the ph level that is the that is if it is acidic or basic okay our blood so the ph of our blood is 7.45 which I guess is slightly basic, okay? And, 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 and this range, this pH range is very, very narrow. So, so, if, so if the pH, you know, increases even by just, you know, by a fraction or just by, say, from 7.45 to it, it goes to 7.0, that is a disaster for the body. So the pH of the body has to be maintained in a very, very narrow range. And, and, and when the pH becomes less, that means when the blood becomes acidic, okay, then the lungs they they expire more more air out because you know expiring more air means expelling more carbon dioxide and and when more carbon dioxide is lost, there there is less acid in the body in the pH of the blood, and the reverse happens in alkalosis when the pH becomes you know becomes high or or the, or the blood becomes basic. Then that that then then the lungs have to ex have to you know ventilate less and um, more carbon dioxide has to be you know preserved in the body. However, this is not not so much effective. You know the 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 the, uh, the effectiveness of the lungs to deal with alkalosis is much less than than dealing with acidosis because when the lungs they they try to breathe less, you know, to, to preserve the carbon dioxide. Then as the carbon dioxide levels increase in the blood, then again the body's need for oxygen increases. So the so once again the lungs they start to expire, they, they, they start to breathe more. So that's why it is not so effective at dealing with alkalosis. So I think, yeah, so I think in a nutshell, that is about the non-respiratory functions of the of the of the respiratory system. And I think um, it's very important to know about them, okay? Um, so once again, I'll just kind of go through them. There are around four or five functions. Number one, filtration, okay, filtering out the harmful substances from the air. Number two, immune function. You know, the air the air that we breathe might, might contain some microorganisms, so, you know, you know, we don't need that, so we have to deal with that. And number three, um, metabolism you know the lungs also break down various substances and number f number four you know speaking articulation or resonance you know 
you know, the, the vocal cords and they do their part in, in allowing us to speak. And number five, acid-base balance. When um, the lungs play a very vital role in acid-base balance. So that's about the non-respiratory functions of the lungs. And, and I hope you, you know, I, and I hope this episode was better because in, in the last two episodes I was like, you know, looking at a, looking at my notes on my phone and just kind of trying to read from that. And I realized that that is actually not very good. I, I, don't, I don't sound convicting enough. So, 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 so that's why I, I tried to, you know, <coughs> I tried to get everything in my head beforehand and just kind of, you know, to just kind of be prepared. So, yeah, I think I was much better this time. You know, I have, you know, I'm also improving as a podcaster and it's also quite of a journey for me. And um, yeah, so I'm trying to speak better and I'm trying to, uh, and I'm trying to be a much better podcaster. Yeah. So thanks for listening to this episode and I hope you liked it. I hope you took something from it. And I, I try to keep my, you know, I try to keep, I try to explain things as simply as I can, but even then, sometimes it might get a bit too, I don't know, technical, but that is not, but I think that's all right. I think, um, you know, over the course of listening to my podcast, I think, um, I think you will, you you'll in fact, you know, gain a lot of technical knowledge. So I think you, I think you'll be able to understand almost everything. So yeah, thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.